0: This is the St. Marianne Cope Parish Podcast. Thanks for joining us. St. Marianne Cope Parish is the community of Catholic believers from Lakeland and Salve, New York, located in Syracuse. Our podcast is here to help encourage and edify you in your faith. It is a source of awe and wonder to me that 3,500 years before the birth of Christ, Melchizedek was offering bread and wine on an altar of sacrifice. That Melchizedek saw beyond the most primitive or superficial activity of sacrifice that of a live animal to offering the elements of bread and wine representing the most important food staples the very life-giving food of people at that time, offering it to God because God is the source, the foundation, the author of life itself. So Melchizedek, he sanctified and he covenanted his relationship with his creator through this sacrifice of bread and wine on the altar. 3,500 years before the birth of Jesus, which proves that this very activity is in the very guts of how God created us that in the very act of creation, God put this tendency, this proclivity, this expression of our relationship as creature to his creator. And very beautifully depicted in the right medallion on the high altar, is that beautiful bas-relief of Melchizedek of Salem offering sacrifice of bread and wine. This very symbolic activity, because, of course, we did not have the eternal covenant yet in Christ, was a prefigurement, a foretaste of what would happen with the Christian community as it understood itself, as a community brought together, brought into being by the very sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the altar of the cross. In this passage from the Lucan gospel that we proclaim today, Jesus was teaching the crowds about the kingdom of God, about the very essence of God's relationship to us. Because ultimately, isn't that what God desires, that we all be full members in full communion with his kingdom made complete and purged of the corruption of sin. And so Jesus is teaching and the 12 come to him. Now this is very important to realize that it is the 12, the 12 that he had designated as apostles who at this point are in training, if you will. And the apostles want him to dismiss the crowd because this large crowd has gathered, and they know that these people are hungry. But again, their idea of hungry is very superficial. And so they exhort Jesus to dismiss the crowd, tell them to head home before it gets dark. Because, of course ancient peoples couldn't travel in the dark. But Jesus says to them, if you think they're hungry, you feed them. And again, they get it wrong. They think he's talking about bread and whatever else they ate, fruit, He's talking about what their real hunger needed to satisfy. And so they say to him, we have five loaves and two fish. That's not enough. But really, what they were saying to him was that they really did have enough, but they were not aware of it. They were not yet inclined, they did not yet have that proclivity to accept the grace of the power they had been given. Because what they're saying, by saying that they have five loaves, is that they had grace and power, five has the numerological significance. Of grace and power. And two fish, they had the fullness of the presence of the divine commingled with human nature, the two natures of Christ himself. So they tell Jesus, yep, we have grace, we have power, we have presence, And we have the fullness of the your two natures but they don't know what they're saying until jesus says get the people disposed organize them so they have the right attitude so they're not just a blob of humanity So they're not just this huge crowd, but rather that they are individuals who are relating to one another in a way that they take care of one another, that they support one another, that they help one another to satisfy the deepest longings of their hearts and souls. And so when they do, Jesus takes the five loaves and the two fish, and the first thing he does is he looks up to heaven. He looks up to heaven because in looking up to heaven, he then will call down the Holy Spirit. Just as the priest at the altar looks to heaven and then calls down the Holy Spirit on the bread and wine. And so Jesus, then, he blesses and he breaks. Again, the classic Eucharistic signals in the New Testament, bread blessed and broken, indicates Eucharist. Just like at the Emmaus miracle, he blessed the bread, he broke it, and they recognized him. Well, here he's going to bless and break the bread, and then the disciples are going to pass it out. And it says they all ate and were satisfied. Well, what happened to darkness is coming and we have a mess of people here and they all ate and were satisfied? Well, because, of course, the Eucharist is, as the Second Vatican Council called it, the source and the summit Of Christian life. It is the very activity that defines the church, that defines the mystical body of Christ, and it gives us our identity as a people who are nourished, as a people who are brought forth and sustained in this life, in this earthly existence, through the grace and the power and the commingling of the divinity of Christ and our humanity. That's what communion is all about. The commingling of the divine with the human, the creator with the creature. And when the fragments left over were picked up, they filled 12 wicker baskets. Twelve is the sum of five and seven. Again, grace and seven, eternity. So what then happens as a result of the Eucharistic sacrifice participated in by God's people in fidelity and faith, they leave with grace, sanctification, and the hope of eternity. My brothers and sisters, the multiplication of the loaves and fishes in this Lucan gospel reminds us of what we do here at this altar, that we offer Christ the unbloody sacrifice in the Mass because our hunger cannot be fed in any other way. Human hunger comes and goes, but eternal hunger can only be satisfied by the hope and the promise and the grace of redemption. And Christ, and only Christ, the sacrifice of Calvary, relived in his people, can save us. Thanks for joining us on the St. Marianne Cope Parish Podcast. If you have questions about St. Marianne Cope Parish, our locations, or any of our ministries, visit us online at stmariannecope.org.